The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Join us once again for A New Frontier. Kurt, Chris, Mike, and Joe bring you back into the world of Parandisi, where it seems as if the balance of the world depends on the characters. Brenton, Uriel, and Laramie follow Drummond into an underground city. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Check us out on iTunes. Leave us a good review. Tell us how much you like Kurt. Everyone likes to say that. Mm-hmm. I need all the love I can get. He does. <laughs> we are back in The Shed, continuing our A New Frontier campaign in Dungeon World. Uh, we are going to go around the table quick and say hi to the folks here today with this guy first. Hi, I'm Mike. I am uh, your lovable Laramie Burnsteel Paladin of Josea. Go Joe. Go Joe. Go Joe. You can tell me that you love me too. That be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to cuddle. <laughs> and who's next? Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Breton, the ranger with his lady friend, the Wolf Cloud. Oh, is yeah. a cross-dressing wolf though. She is a little gender fluid. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's very that's apt. True. Yes. <laughs> hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Uriel, the human emulator. I like to heat things up. And I am Joe. I'm the game master for this session. You may have heard a distinct lack of Kelly's voice in this one, so you may presume, and you would be correct, in thinking that the druid is about to disappear as we pick up this episode. Um, who wants to get us started with a recap? Breton was just getting used to having her around again. She yeah. really is a tease. She is. <laughs> Shows up and gone. So, so, uh, Kurt, oh, I'll play this week. Kurt, oh. sounds like you volunteered for a little bit of the recap. <clears throat> yeah, to be honest, I don't remember where we started the last episode, but Me I know either. the bulk of it was uh, we were trailing uh, the dwarf villain Drummond, yep. who was leading a chain gang of essentially enslaved uh, humanoids. Yep. Uh, and we were in a... a tunnel that was going down into the earth for a really extended period of time now, as far as you know the people that were enslaved were uh citizens of kingsbury okay. used mm-hmm. to to drag the loot right. from the treasury right that's right and prior to that we'd yeah so we'd had negotiations with the parties who were coming into kingsbury to yeah. maybe take control and all that yeah but now we're basically going down underground um long path we spent some time kind of scouting out using um uh, cloud and or get the right way but i think we basically ended up following drummond into a big wide opening and then being like and that's the end of the episode yeah there's an um the 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 tunnel the passage you were following after a long walk i mean miles of walk underground uh opened up in front of you into a city an underground city and that's kind of where we stopped um i was envisioning kind of indiana jones in the temple of doom here Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's correct or not I'm going to say no, because it's like a, an actual city. Ah, oh, so even bigger. Yeah, I got a big, um, I mean, figure from the look of it, there are houses, businesses, all kinds of stuff, all oh, wow. made from rock and stuff that you would find underground. Um, not much made of wood uh, that you can see. Um, What's the city under Waterdeep in D&D? It's all maybe. the villains and stuff yeah. that live there. I actually keep thinking about it from a D and D reference. I keep thinking about it. It's part of Undermountain. Uh, I keep thinking about it as more like the Underdark, where the Dark Elves, the Drow, yeah. are that kind okay. of thing. Mm. But with with some light, it's not completely dark. There are some sure. small amounts of light here and there, like 
lanterns and what have you. Um, when you get right up to where you can start to see the city, it's almost like you walk through um, like a, a waterfall, but not a waterfall. It's not water. It's like the fadeback scene. The you walk through a curtain of that. Uh, and when you emerge from the other side, the scene is a lot clearer, um, and and the and Trillium isn't with you anymore because Kelly's not here today. And um, Catbat's not here. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Catbat. Um, and wait, she just disappeared. <laughs> she's not there right yeah, now. When she crossed the threshold. Yeah, uh, something unnatural about it, maybe. I don't know. But you notice as as the. Um, as the the scene itself is clearer on the other side, something that you see uh, on different posts and different buildings is that same symbol, the many-pointed star symbol of, that you now recognize as the symbol of balance of, of some sort of power. That symbol is around the city in several places, like um, where you might see the, the markings of uh, like a city's banner or something like that. That's what you see when you look around this place. Um, the chain gang and Drummond seem to have gone off to the left, and they, they, it looks like they picked up a lot of speed, and they're gone. And when you look behind you, you just see, like, solid rock, oh. the place you walked through. Can I touch that solid rock? Like, is it just an illusion? It, it is an illusion. Okay. But it looks like solid rock. And it is only as wide as, you know, one and a half people could fit through. Like the size of a doorway, right. so it's just a small concealed area. Just, just to make sure, and I know that she's not here. I want to stick my head through the illusion yeah. and see if Trillium is just like sitting on the other side. <laughs> and, and from this side of it, it looks like Laramie sticks his head into the wall oh, because yeah. it, it's it's a very convincing illusion. Um, I see that every day. Yeah, <laughs> and no, she's not there. Okay, Trillium is not there. However, the tunnel does go, you know, back. All right. So, um, so we have reason to believe that the chain gang is now going the same place as Drummond, because I thought they well, were he was leading off them. Into... Uh, it, it could have just been a trick of the eye or something okay. designed to make you uh, chase the wrong direction or something, right. or it could be that I forgot. That's fine. There's also something about <laughs> Drummond. Uh, his uh, footprints weren't as deep, so he dropped whatever he was carrying. Or handed yeah. it off to someone else, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> but yeah. I'm I, definitely all about getting Drummond. That's that's my... Okay. I know, I know there's some innocent people we should probably save, but I don't want to get that guy. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Lar Laramie's definitely thinking, like, yeah. the whole reason we went on this was to get the, the gold back and the treasury, and now there's, like, 40 people we could save so like no no this is a city this is probably like 2,000 people no but like the, the oh the slave people that are, people, yeah, yeah, yeah okay um, I got you. yep so like yeah he they were chained hand and foot yeah he never met Drummond so like you guys tell he's a bad guy but but he doesn't really know who he is so well, I mean he's enslaving uh you know people from Kingsbury mm -hmm. so that's no good well, not for them at least. Yeah, <laughs> he's got some workers. That's good for him. And we're kind of wondering, like, what's this whole city about? Is it a dwarven thing, or you know? Okay, so I don't know. If we wanna, I don't know. We could just go into like the the hornet's nest. That's big. Three yeah. of us. It's a mess. Presuming yeah. that you would look around to try yeah. and figure that out, you actually yeah. see there are people dressed, and I say people. There are beings dressed in what would be just considered very drab, like canvas 
color clothing just uh plain stuff like nothing remarkable nobody's dressed in any special colors or anything it's beige town uh, as far beige as town. fashion goes <clears throat> and um there are they, they need some of my scarves they do the purple sparkly things yeah. <laughs> the um the main race appears to be dwarf but there are also definitely some humans in the in the population is there they, a, they don't look to be like slaves, though, these humans. No, nah, it looks like okay. they're just out there living. Gotcha. Is there a tur- tourist bureau? <laughs> is there like a welcome center we can no. check out? No. no. Oh, I just had to check. It, it's an interesting thought because, no. Are, uh, we, assuming, <laughs> are we assuming we lost uh, Drummond's tracks, like we're not going to be able to catch up even with his help? Well, you, you'll probably be able to find him, but now you have to figure out where he went. I definitely want to take a... A blanket or a cloak out of my bag yeah. and wrap it around my armor so I'm not standing out if we're in Blandtown. <laughs> Blandtown. That would be a good name. <laughs> Let's um, go to the local thrift shop called the Burlap Sacks. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, everyone's dressed in burlap sacks. They just poach arm and head yeah. holes. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, should I be trying to hunt and track at this point? or is Do that... you want to be hunting and tracking at uh, this look, point? I mean, we want to be following Drummond, right? I want that. I got to get him got to get the drug. So if we don't if we're not on his trail, I would like to try. Well, he's not lost, you know, he's here somewhere. Yeah. But he went he you caught after you each walked through the illusion. Mm-hmm. Um you caught sight of the chain gang, uh, presumably Drummond off to the left. And again, this city looks like it would probably house a couple of thousand people, which means it's not tiny. Especially for underground. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it is big and sprawling for an underground city yes therefore if you wanted to track him like right now then yeah you'll probably want to roll the dice i mean we don't want to get too far behind so that's yeah. probably a good idea yeah. it's always fun to roll dice it yeah. is hunt and track uses wisdom yeah 2d uh 2d6 i rolled eight on the dice my wisdom is at least a three yeah plus three so <laughs> i think it just says it it's got to be at least a three <laughs> so i'm just going to give a good number here yeah, Let's it move. was 11 yeah, yeah. okay so um, read the results of a 10 plus on a hunting track. Sure. On a 10 plus, I can choose. Well, on a 7 plus, I follow the creature's trail until there's a significant change in its direction or mode of travel. But on a 10 plus, I also get to choose one of the following two things. Yeah. I can determine what caused the trail to end, or I can gain a useful bit of information about my quarry, and the GM will tell me what that is. All right. So um, it is clear that Drummond is leading that group. To the left. Now, underground, the directions probably don't matter too much. But if we consider the city as kind of a big oval, it's going around the long side of the oval to the left. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know if that helps you picture it or not, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, the tracks, as far as you can tell, stay along the outside wall until you follow them further. So when you say outside wall, is this a yeah. walled city? It or? is tunneled out of the ground. So call it the ground, if you will, or the inside of the mountain or whatever place you are right now. Gotcha. So when you say along the outside wall, you mean along the rock? Outside wall. The rock. rock. So it'd be almost like cliff up or something? Yep. Except it just goes up and as as far as you can tell, it turns into a dome or something because it's just really dark up there. Okay. Got it. Um, No sunlight. You're miles underground. So it's all torches, lanterns. Is there any magical kind of light going on or not? Um... There is light that doesn't flicker, so probably magical. Okay. It doesn't look like there's any kind of uh, 
I don't know, law enforcement in this area, like some type of guards or militia or anything going on. It's just like nobody's looking. It doesn't look like anybody's even noticed you yet. Everybody's burlap sacking it, so everybody's pretty much the same look. <laughs> it's, all, it's all beige, man. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll but, make sure we're not going to get into but, any, well, any at this imperial point, entanglements. At this point, you're not close enough that anyone would even. Yeah, yeah. N- nobody has noticed you're there yet. Cool. How about right. that? That works. You, you came in a spot where apparently no one's expecting you to come in. For us, yeah. and for, for what it's worth, if we get close enough, um, unless you guys want something else, I have called shot, which lets me when I'm in range kind of immobilize an enemy. Or mm-hmm. so that would kind of be my plan is to get close enough to at least hobble him or oh, yeah, something works. like that. Because he's got two of those he's like statue kind of, too. yeah, there's oh, yeah, yeah. two of them. With that. Yeah. There was two, at least two. I like that you said two. I'm going with two. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't want to make sure there was any more in there because that's going to get troublesome. <laughs> well, you did say at least two, so ah, I agree with damn you. Damn it! Well, and I have blot out the sun, so I can spend extra ammo and hit multiple targets. So mm-hmm. maybe take out the golems while you guys get. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think at I least now we should play it cool and just right. follow them, sort of, not at a uh, police rod <laughs> or at something, a medium but space. medium pace. Yeah. Okay. So you just want to follow the trail for now? Yeah. Are you going to try and stay unnoticed? I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah? I so I will want a group roll of Defy Danger. Now, here's how I want to do it, because I like to do this sometimes. All three of you roll one die, and I want the two highest numbers out of that. Six. Six. Hit a five. You ruined it, <laughs> you Six, six, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> We almost had the stealth <laughs> roll of the that, beast. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you roll a five and it's the worst God. roll. <laughs> a failure. I should pack it up and get out of here. Dude, six, six, six roll would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. So what you realize at this point is... That we're uh, really sneaky. That you're really sneaky. But anybody who is even looking in the direction you're walking is looking way ahead. Like they may have watched Drummond carry these strangers, or not carry, but lead these strangers through. And that's what they were paying attention to. They're not looking back to where you are. Uh, And yes, you are also really sneaky. Uh, And and Laramie definitely assisted by covering up any of his shininess with the the blanket he had in his uh, his backpack. Mm -hmm. So that definitely would help. And the... uh, the path is really clear. It's like the outside, the perimeter, the wall um, is, uh, it's a path that you can just walk without having to stumble or trip. There's no elevation, what have you. So it's really easy to follow. You get to um, around, and it's probably, I don't know, at least a half mile march just following the trail. Uh, And then the trail leads into, uh, it kind of takes a sharp turn right into the wall. And Kurt Breton uh, clearly knows that this trail doesn't stop. It's got to be another illusory wall that they just turn and walk through because they know it's there. Uh, you you know, peek your head in and you do see yes, and this opens up into a bigger room. Interestingly, there's bright light on the other side, bright as in well-lit room. And um, that room has... Uh, um, Picture your your um, stereotypical treasure hoard. There's chests lying open with gold pieces all around them, and all this stuff that uh, a lot of it bearing the mark of Kingsbury. Um, but nobody else is in the room. But it's probably like a you know thirty foot room, uh, mostly square, but it's carved out of rock. Um, and then there's a door on the other side of the room as well. So it looks like the tracks lead through the room. That door is a um, wooden and iron door that looks like it's closed 
the tracks do not lead past the illusory space along the outside perimeter. So they turned in here, came through the gold treasury, and that's what it looks presumably like. went through the next yeah. door. But that's a it's a crap ton of, of wealth in there. Um, again, because of the, the good role with the tracking and what have you too, uh, you can tell the tracks the they went straight through and closed the door behind them. Um, why they closed the door behind them? Because part of the thing you get is um, why they changed their path, what have you. You can tell by the way the footprints changed, they knew they were being followed. So they, you're pretty sure they know that you're there. One of the discern realities that is if anybody's hiding in the piles of whatever or perhaps huh. maybe, you know. I want to take a look this. around. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. Are you wise? I'm pretty wise. Nice. I'm almost uh, max wise, but. Uh, max eight. wise. That's, eight. That's so. Nice eight. Something so good. I think you get one question really? with eight. Yeah. Yeah. Seven to nine is one. What should I be on the lookout for? What should you be on the lookout for? Um, herpes. Herpes. Yeah, of yeah. Always good Dwarf to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. It's, uh, actually, in this case, it's syphilis. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you got to be on the lookout for it burning when you pee. <laughs> well, doesn't it, does uh, it always burn? Say, uh, <laughs> I'm always burning. He urinates napalm. Uri the, um, urinates. That's what happens when you spend a lot of time jamming on your Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you notice at that locked door. On the other side of the treasury. Well, first off, you notice it's locked. But you also notice that um, trying to undo that lock looks like it's attached to some kind of mechanism that leads to uh, something in the ceiling. Mm. Not much of a mechanical guy when it comes to like parts like this. Anybody got uh, any ideas for this? I mean, I could, I could try to melt it down, but that could still cause something to happen. Not, yeah, I don't. It's not good for us. <laughs> like maybe, uh, yeah. That it seems like melting it would probably be our best shot. That maybe it would just like damage it enough that it wouldn't go off. But can you can you burn up at the the mechanism up there and then? I, I mean, know. I could. Yeah, I could. maybe that's hidden behind rock or something. But yeah, can we try to like trace down what it, what kind of trap it might be on the ceiling or? Um, that we know, like, oh, if, we're, if, we're, if it goes off and we're here, we're safe, we're depending where we're at, kind of thing. So let's do this as a uh, intelligence, uh, defy danger with intelligence. If somebody wants to try and figure out exactly what this thing is supposed to do, you're examining what's there and kind zero. of uh, smartly figuring out what it's going to do. I also have zero. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll stick with, Can stick I with assist? me. Trying to figure yeah, you can always um, uh, aid or interfere, okay. uh, presuming you want to aid. Yeah. Do you have any bonds with the immolator? I do. I have one. So oh, plus one to the roll. Sweet. Uh, no, that's five. Sorry. Plus one is? Uh, no. Uh, no, it was a four. <laughs> four <laughs> with five. one five. Okay, so that's a failure. Can I try? I mean, we Mike, would, should, Mike should get a chip for We this. would all be spending. Oh, yeah. Together. I mean, if Yurio goes to point out, hey, look, the door's trapped. Yeah. And I'm going to try and figure it out. Then, oh, maybe right. I can help. So I have a bond plus yeah. seven, so eight. So eight gives him a plus one on his roll. Mm -hmm. All right. Him being Chris. Yay. For your real. Oh. All right. Uh, so this is kind of fails all the way around. That's fine. Make sure you have a chip for that. Yeah, I'll take a chip. Um, so when you are following 
this mechanism, trying to trace it up to the ceiling for what it does. Of course, you trigger it. Of course, right? Uh, and <laughs> a string here. Oh. And as, as soon as it happens, um, a a noxious green gas kind of starts pouring out of the ceiling. I will see if I could just burn the gas up, like create a bunch of heat and try to burn it up real fast. Well, so we don't have to breathe. You, I'll it. give you one shot at that. All right. Uh, I don't know what kind of role you want to go for that. Maybe. What is your normal uh, burning brand? Is it? It would be like, uh, yeah, so burning brand's constitution. Yeah, so let's do that. Because you're right. conjuring, burning brand is when you're conjuring. Yeah, uh, conjuring, yeah. All right, so like we'll say one. you're conjuring a flame to do this. Okay. So works. the weapon you're conjuring is burn gas weapon. <laughs> burn gas. This is what you lose. Uh, it's a 10. This is what you use when you uh, light your farts. Yes. Same, <laughs> the same uh-huh. thing. I got a, I got a 10. <laughs> So you burn, you burn away the gas um, quickly. Yeah. Uh, it still smells horrible. What I'm going to do is for everyone, for right now, you will have a negative one on any roll until we clear our systems of the nastiness. Okay. So you have a little bit of hacking going on, um, especially because burning it doesn't just make it all go away. Yeah, right? Now you, you know, you're breathing in, um, you know, uh, poisonous cinders yes. <laughs> instead of just poison. So you, you killed some of it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And some of that gas um, hits the door mechanism and it kind of melts it. Some of it hits the, the gold on the floor and kind of melts it a little, disintegrates it a little. But you are mostly safe. Yeah. I'll take that as a win. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not dead. So now that it's From burned down it's the door, went off, yeah. we should just <laughs> break on through. Yeah. Oh, so not the, the locker if I have yeah. to. Yeah, if I have to get it. So it, it looks like it's kind of, the, the gas has kind of fused the door in place a little bit, so you might just have to bust it down. Unless you want a strong arm. I'll kick it. Yeah. Right. There doesn't, unless you're carrying a crowbar, which someone might have in their Ooh. gear, that might help. Yeah, I was going to say, it, did if I write this was down? D&D, I would totally have a crowbar. Yeah, but, but if you have adventuring gear, then you have a pry bar, probably. All right. It's just a use of adventuring gear. And the reason I say that is it can yeah. help you. I do have a drink here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Okay. So we can use that. And um, uh, because of my own suggestion, <laughs> I'll give you <laughs> add a plus one to your defy danger with strength roll. All right. So we add that negative one to the roll. And yeah. then I have a plus three. So we're back to a plus three now. You got it. Yep. All right. So six on the dice yeah. plus three is a nine. Niner. Okay. Ooh. So it takes a fair Plus amount. Oh, you want to use a chip? I'll use my chip. Okay. So then it happens really quickly. I was going to say it takes a fair amount of time, but no, it happens very quickly. Uh, you're able to splinter some of the wood, a uh, piece of the iron snaps, the, the door spring uh, uh, swings open, and on the other side is a um, small tunnel, a small being like about 10 feet long. At the end of that tunnel, because of the light pouring from this room into the tunnel, you can see there are... Uh, two dwarven archers there with uh, crossbows. Uh, are they archers or crossbowmen at that point? Crossbowmen. I guess yeah. crossbowmen. Because you're not really archers. Crossbow dwarves, yeah. I guess. They're not men. Crossbowmen. Cross cross <laughs> cross dwarves. They are very upset dwarves at the end of the hallway. They're cross, yeah, cross um, dwarves. And they immediately, as soon as the door swings open, uh, two crossbow bolts are flying at you. I bring the shield up and try to step in front of everyone. Ooh. Aww, that's sweet. It's that sounds job. like a constitution kind of thing. All right. Let's defy some of that danger with some constitution. Let's see if it works. Uh, he uh, said. I mean, it's an eight. 
So it's so good, but oh, I mean, so because not... you stepped in front of others, you're the you're the only one that'll take damage. That's okay. a plus. That's, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. So roll two d six and take the damage of the higher of the Watch two. This will be a pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Double sixes. The higher one. The higher one. So. All right. You have a five and a two, so take five damage. Um, and yes, because you armor? stepped out with your shield and everything. Right. Yes, minus your armor. So two damage. That's, yep. That's not bad. And right as that happens, you hear one of the dwarves shout something in dwarvish. Does anybody kind of... I mean, we know we can't read it. We learned we couldn't read dwarvish. Does anyone think they might be able to understand it a little? I would say maybe me, because I'm, in, I'm interested in that kind of thing. You know. Okay. Do, do a lot of work with doors. Yeah. So you get the general impression that they're uh, shouting an alarm, like they're coming, they're here. Yeah. Jigs up, fellas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> as, as soon as we had to break down the door, I I would I just want to try to block and then just run right at them. Okay. It's clobbering. Um, yeah, they're loading up their crossbows again while they're backpedaling at the same time. Uh, the The other two, what are you guys doing? So this hallway is wide enough for more than one person to, to stand there. Um, How far away? And, and Laramie's going. They, they were, you know, ten feet down the hallway. Oh, so uh, we can get to him. Oh, you can get to him pretty yeah, quick yeah. as they're trying All to right. reload. Yeah, I'm just going to run up and you know flame on basically and attack. Okay. So get him, Johnny. See, see what I can pull off with the burning brand. Okay. And I'm going to use the uh, From Hell's Heart version of the burning brand. So in case they're wearing armor, they will just. And what does Breton want to do? And do I'm going to wait for his attack, and okay. then depending on what happens, I'm ready uh, so with with a bow, bow, bow and arrow. Two so arrows. You're an archer. Yeah, I got yeah. two arrows. I guess I'm going to use uh, Blood Out the Sun to roll okay. once on two targets. Cool. It's I get one extra tag as a roll of seven, so I don't get a couple extra. But all right, okay. and if it helps, I can send Cloud and just uh, them. whenever I'm able to attack, I, I will do that. That's know. now. Okay. Well, so, I mean, the way I'm doing it is Laramie stepped up, blocked the, the crossbow bolts as best he could. Yeah. They, he still got hit. And then you guys it. just, as soon as that happens, as soon as you know they shot, and you hear the cling and the ow or whatever Laramie right. says. Uh, um, we, we like, we come out around rumble. the side. Yeah. yeah on one like, side yeah, or the other. Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah. about to flame, and yeah. I'm about to shoot. And it yeah. depend, I'm going to send Cloud as soon as the flames go because I don't want yeah. her to get toasted. Well, I'm actually running up He's on a guy. He's holding the weapon. Yeah. Oh, oh. I can throw stuff, but I didn't choose it this well, time. And I'm going to tell Cloud to sick so that yeah, yeah. it helps yeah. distract them, maybe get a little advantage. All right, so this is just cool. a hack and slash, yeah. technically. Straight uh, up hack and slash. This is an eight, eight on eight. that one. All right. Uh, damage for this dude is five. Okay. Uh, it ignores armor because it's burning his soul. Aw. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we've got that guy. I wish I could burn people's souls. Yeah, nice. uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently he had, have a soul. he had a five or less point uh, hit point soul because oh, yeah, he kind of falls listless at the end of your yeah. blade. So he got one? Flame blade. Yeah, what right. kind of weapon was it? Uh, it was just like a sword, but really long, really long sword. Okay. Yeah. But it's like a... You know, they not, not the normal they fire. For that. Not the normal... Long sword. Yeah. <laughs> but even... Uh, I want a little bit extra. Like <laughs> really claymore, like claymore, there like a little go. insane. Yeah. Uh, insane I would think a flaming sword would look a lot like a claymore because of the, yeah. the way... But it's like a, almost like a blackish kind of flame because of the soul, like the From Hell's Heart thing. Oh, it's, it's a flamberge. Yes, yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah. Anyway, yeah, From Hell's Heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Hell's Heart, this guy's heart is in hell now. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, what yes. is uh, Breton? And you get, can you just... Still well, shoot two arrows like, at the same guy? So that's what I was just looking at. Um, technically, the skill does not call for it, but it would look cool. Say? 
Go ahead and read right it. Right both sides. When you volley, you may spend extra ammo before rolling. For each point of ammo spent, you may choose an extra target. Roll once and apply damage to all targets. I mean, you could also save the ammo for yeah. the next yeah. group. Yeah, so I could just he could just flip one off. But yeah. because I'm working with, so that he only has one, he saves the yeah. other one. I like because I'm working flip one off. That's fun. <laughs> he only does that at home when he's alone, <laughs> after a nice glass of red wine. Um, he's gonna yeah. get also use the command when you work with your animal companion on something it's trained in, and you attack the same target. I can add its ferocity to my damage. Yeah. So since I'm using him to distract, I think that's that reasonable. Works. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna roll with Dex. Seven plus three, ten plus yeah, ten. <laughs> so D eight damage plus his ferocity. Plus, yeah, ten. So I rolled four plus his ferocity of two is six damage. Okay, so you didn't hit this guy in his soul, right? Yeah. yeah. But you apparently hit him good enough to bring him down. Maybe he's Johnson. Where, where does it? Where does the arrow hit that incapacitates this dwarf? Uh. I mean, do you want to call the shot on this one? Crotch shot. Crotch. <laughs> crotch shot. <laughs> rammed it right in his Johnson. <laughs> uh, realistically, uh, uh, he's a very good shot. He would have... Uh, so I don't kill him, I just think... No, you, you do. Oh. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, if you wanted to say you shot him in the arm... That's no, I, yeah. I mean, I would have got him through the right throat. Right in the throat? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So it goes through the beard. Oh, yeah. And pushes his beard through the back of his head. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. nice. Gives him sort of a rat tail off the back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and Cloud kind of whimpers because yeah. she's disappointed because she, she's like... Because she didn't really get to maul him. Uh, well, she she helped distract him so she could get that shot. Yeah, but it was kind of a little it. unsatisfying for her. Maybe Cloud bit him in the crotch, and that made him howl and lift his head up so you could shoot him through the throat. Yeah, I like it. There you go. I like it. That's the way you incorporate the extra damage. They, you got five points. <laughs> Four of to the throat and two to the nuts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Isn't that the shocker? No, that's uh -huh. a little different. Um. Uh. Wow. Memories there, and uh, Laramie, who's just r charging up on him. Yep, I guess would just like now sort of shield bash him out of the way and move just him out keep of the running. way. So down, right behind them, um, there's another door that's open, and it leads into a bigger room where all of the people from Kingsbury are still chained in there, but no sign of Drummond. All right, um, they're there by themselves. Well, just them. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, where is he? Uh, they apparently are trying to talk to you and their lips are moving, but no sound is coming out. They're silent. We hear ourselves talking? Like when I yes. said, where is he? I can yep. totally hear that. Yep. And they hear you too. It looks like they're trying to answer you. What kind of trickery is this? <laughs> I mean, maybe you could try to take the, the chains off them. And yeah, and, and it may occur to someone at this point too that their entire march, there was no groaning, there was no moans of pain or nothing. Mm. It, it was silent. So I'll see if I can melt chains off okay um that's still gonna be hot isn't it yeah probably maybe i could try to i mean there's got to be chains i don't know maybe maybe, them. maybe the role could be to see if i could be precise about it uh, so i don't like <laughs> sure let's sorry try. about your ankles buddy or, yeah, so that means failure means the oh opposite, yeah because you, you could leave the shackles on them and as long yeah. as you broke the chain between them yeah but that still might not break the magic yeah and the heat's sure. going to conduct yeah yeah. So we'll see how. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. It'd see be. how good I could be. I got a chip. The, we'll see. We'll see. The roll okay, I got three chips. So. All right. Kirk's so collecting them. Six uh, niner. I'll nine. do. I'll no, use no, here, chip for use, use one. Go. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Use one of Kurt's. Yeah. I want awesome. to contribute to the cause. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so we not, got. Hopefully not hurting anyone. 
too we bad. got we got now they, they might like have a, a couple of you know blisters or yeah something yeah after that's, but that's no right. no bad uh they're damage. not missing any limbs um but once you break a couple of the chains it it would appear that that that's not linked at all to their ability to speak so they they can make noise as in you know the chains make noise when you yeah, cut yeah. the chains it makes noise um like if, if one of them claps his hands because he's happy that you freed him, you hear that, but they're not able to speak. Wow. No sound comes out when, they make, when they're trying to speak. Now we got to keep going, but can I give, oh, we established that I have that crowbar. Yeah, sure. Can I give that to one of the ones he just freed and have sure. them continue to try to break those chains apart? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah, but we're not sure where we're going. We came into a room. Is yep. there any, uh, Visible exit out of this the one place we came into. Um, I, actually, there doesn't appear to be any other exit out of this room. So it could be another one of those illusory yep. illusion walls, or yeah. Like, uh, we can't can we ask? Can they get can to, like, like point us point? to where? You know, yeah. Where's the dwarf? Uh, <laughs> no, no. You get a lot of shrugs. They don't know where he went. All right. Uh, I guess Laramie so would run around the wall of the room yeah. just with an arm out, like he's going to give <laughs> high fives down the line, <laughs> and just like wait until it. It goes through goes the through, wall. Okay. So the um, the room itself is another room that's about you know, between 20 and 30 feet, depending on which direction you go. Uh, it's not quite a square because it's carved out of the, um, the rock uh, of the earth. And so they didn't know where he might have gone. So you're running around the outside, uh, high-fiving the wall, uh-huh. five-rubbing the wall, as it were. Um <laughs> And you do reach a spot where it's definitely an illusory wall, but there's a door behind it. So right behind that, you feel a door. You feel a door handle. You feel the, the door, the, the wooden slats of the door and the iron binding the door together. Um, and it's locked. The, the handle doesn't move. All right. I mean, where... Does it look like it's tripped? <laughs> it looks like a wall. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're in full out speed mode now so okay. yeah just so bash i'm it, gonna man. just i'm just gonna break this one down too well let's try that that's definitely gonna be a bash the door in with your with your strength the kind of roll oh they're yeah. there, right there <laughs> okay do i still have a negative one yep all right and you guys are still you know oh would <laughs> you roll two it's a critical fail a one and a one you roll a one <laughs> technically yeah now. yeah so yeah, that's yeah. uh <laughs> minus one that's a best of four can't all right, I'm going to see if I can melt the hinges off. Okay. Then, yeah. We'll take a chip. So you get see your failure. Now, melt now before that Did happened. break his right. shoulder? Yeah. Now, he hits the door, and when he hits the door, you hear from the other side something being shoved up against the door. Oof. So right after Laramie hits that door, mm-hmm. it sounds like somebody pushes a dresser up or something big up yeah. against the other side of the door. All right, I'll try to melt the hinges off so we can just pull the door off this way. Um, you can't see where hinges are. It might take you a minute to figure it out. So the door is like directly on the other side of the illusory wall. All right, so, so I'm going to just see it. I'm going to just burn the whole door out, the whole thing. You're going to try to burn like, the whole thing? Wow. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take my time. All right, that. let's see what happens. All right. What are you going to use for that? Uh, it's Do still burning thing? brand for me, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I think he's going to go with fire, Joe. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah, go yeah. with fire. But he <laughs> has w- different ways to do fire. <laughs> That's an 11. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just totally blasting 11? the door out. Okay. Um. So you are able to burn some of the wood. Some of the iron does melt. Yeah. Uh, but behind it is, um, so 
assuming the heat doesn't bother you that much. No, it doesn't. Once at you all. burn yeah. some of the stuff away, you reach in and touch it, and there's a really hot rock on the other side. So whatever they pushed up against it was probably rock. Yeah, I can't really. Uh, I don't um, know if I can get it hot enough to break this thing. Unless you want to see, we could try to push it. We could all try to push I mean, it. I'm trying to. I'll keep trying to push it. I guess that's the only thing. We'll try our best to like see if we can just yeah. Can we all work together with an aid or? And, and because of this commotion you guys are raising, all of the um, the the prisoners, as they were, the the workers are like pushed up against the other side of the room, trying to stay away from the fire <laughs> and the bashing of the door and the, yeah. So they're just kind of not necessarily cowering, but we'll see if we can. But I mean, he had two big statue dudes. I could probably just like, oh, that's nothing. So this yeah. might be bad for us. I, mean, well, I, I don't want to give up just Miami's yet. Miami's so real strong. Let's, so we'll let's see. try to see if we can push through this. Okay. So it's just uh, like a defy danger strength roll kind of thing. Um, who's doing it? Oh, he's the yeah, strongest uh, probably of yeah. the group. So we oh, he just proved that. We yeah. could try to aid him. Try to help him with that. Go for it. Yeah. So describe how you're going to aid him. I'm going to push on his back while okay. he's pushing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see if I could use the crowbar to kind of like, you know, start lifting the rock. I mean, we could try to roll it out of the way instead of just straight pushing it on okay. the ground. The, the hardest part of the whole thing is there are literally maybe five to eight inches or so, which, you know, anyway, um, between the, the illusory the wall, which doesn't works. go away, yeah, right, yeah. and the thing on the other side of it. Yeah. So to see what's there, you have to put your face right up through it. Yeah. And then you can see it right in front of your face. So it's hard to figure out the edges and yeah. what it actually is. Gotcha. So you have to put your face right up to the five to eight inches. Get the hard five <laughs> to eight inches. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a pretty hard to fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're just seeing if we can aid him. Is that so, our, Yeah. Our well, case? I know that, um, that, that Breton is just going to push Laramie harder. Yeah. And I'm not sure he's going to push very well. He doesn't well. seem to do anything. Uh, uh, do I add anything to my aid roll or is it a straight uh, roll? Uh, aid bond. is bonds. Yeah, I have four. Total. Okay, okay. So grab a chip. You guys are uh, getting and using them. This is good. So does this minus one uh, affect me on this roll right here? Yep. Oh yeah. So I was three. Yep. Yeah, that's not gonna. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Sorry, I stuck the crowbar like in the wrong spot. I'm like you know, lifting under his foot or something. Well, let's gonna... see what happens with your roll. Uh, All right, there, Laramie. So it's gonna get real interesting. The rock falls on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's actually uh, eleven. 11, okay. Um, so you could tell that if you had actual help, you might be able to to move the rock, but you're not able to do it yourself. All right. We actually hindered you. So at this, at this point, I will cl say it clearly, Drummond isn't going to be captured this way. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to find another way. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we need to help these people. Laramie's angrily, like, kicking the door, like, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> and I can see that happening. And as you could imagine, it has no extra effect yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the on the door and the stone and what was pushed up against it. Laramie, you know anything to help these people so they can speak? Well, I mean, <laughs> if we kill them first, he can speak with Dad. I do. I do. <laughs> They'd probably still be like, um, <laughs> still can't hear him. Mute in death. Yeah. I mean, I don't think blessing him was gonna gonna help does anyone right. have anything to write with I, i'm just throwing out a, yeah i i, I don't a hint maybe yeah. i mean i, I guess yeah, i was gonna do that earlier i'm like well, i don't have anything so it's like <laughs> i mean in me. a way this is mission accomplished because there's some people and there's the gold so we can just walk on out of here are we gonna <laughs> make them carry all the stuff out of here 
<laughs> Get back they, in those chains. They brought it back in. <laughs> or brought it in. You can bring it back out. But, uh, Let's see what's up with this. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, do we bother going to town and see what this underground town city is or just bypass it completely? I mean. Because obviously this stuff was hidden away. Like, do people in the city even know about this uh, passages here? Yeah. That Drummond has hidden away. I mean, they carried it in, so actually, let's talk. Let's talk to one of his uh, flunkies that we just iced. I was gonna say, I bet we can use some <laughs> of the gold to buy information if we need to. <clears throat> we could at least talk to them, see if they have any information. The dead guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you can try it. Get some information right. with the city, and maybe what Drummond's up to. Oh, I, mean, I guess it's worth a shot. All right, I like the idea. Yeah. It's yeah. Worth a shot. Um. So I guess if you guys want to. Help the people get free. I yeah. can go over to one of those dead guys and like you see me like sort of the guy leave. that doesn't have his uh well man, this is a tough one. So the guy I soul burnt, is he gonna be able to talk to him? The guy the other one's got it through the throat. This could be kinda messy. We didn't really think this through. I'm cool. I'm cool with dead people talking unnaturally. Okay, it's, it's dead people talking. I'm just wondering if soul guy like there's nothing yeah. there. He's gone. We'll find out. It may yeah. it may just be listless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try with with throat guy first. <laughs> see see how that goes. Um but yeah, you see Laramie sort of like like uh looms over top of him and then like the darkness that he has pulled out of like healing people goes into them and rejuvenates the the face at least for cool answering questions. Okay. Uh cast that spell. All right. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> the rolling has been phenomenal this oh, session. It's up and down, yeah. Do I cast spells again? <laughs> it's uh, it'll be wisdom because you're casting okay. as a cleric, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> sure. Um. Okay. That's uh. Let's see. That's an eight on the dice plus one, and then I'll just do the. Well, it's minus my, one too. Minus one. So. So it's an eight. So you want to want to get? I can toss one in for you, and then you can use yours. Well, I mean to get. It's probably good enough. To get a 10. Well, 7 to 9, you have to pick one of the cast That's, a spell results, yeah. which uh, if you don't have the book. Yeah, if you use yours and I use this. Um, or he's I, got I got something. plenty. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll just make that? it a success. Okay. All right. Make, make it a 10 plus. All right. I'll put that back away for now. All right. Uh, so, we use uh, so now go ahead and read, at home, read we out use that two spell. Chips on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, corpse converses with you briefly. It will answer three questions you pose. Uh, to the best of its knowledge, it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. All right. All right. So uh, uh, the guy with the um, arrow through the throat? Right. Okay. Uh, hello, sir. I am uh, Laramie Bernsteel, Paladin Josia. Go, Joe. Um, Go, Joe. You have uh, made some bad choices in your life and uh, <laughs> are now deceased, but I would like to ask you a few questions. <laughs> Uh, if if I could, um, he's very polite about it. <laughs> you're, you're very judgmental. Well, I mean, I, it seems like you are dead currently, <laughs> sir. So uh, there's a lot of people out there that are not. So <laughs> you at least made one bad choice. <laughs> uh, so, sir, um, we are are uh, pursuing a, a fellow by the name of Drummond, and. Uh, it seems like he's blocked the the entrance over there. Is there another way to get around in there to that room that that is disguised uh, um, in that room over there? Let me let me ask you before we finish that question. Don't ask yes or no questions because I don't want to answer yes or no. Okay, especially um, not that type of question because a yes doesn't help you. Okay, um, 
Where is another way to get okay. around to to where that room that's on the other side of that door that we can't um, get through? Uh, the the well in the center of town. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, I mean, that's uh, probably where he is now. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I don't know what else to ask him. Um, like, would asking guys too. Would asking him like. I don't know if asking them about the spell that's on those people would be something that they would know. Yeah, I'm not worried about that because those people aren't. Or, yeah, granted, they can't speak, but that's not important. Right now. Can you ask him something effectively. If Drum is Drummond the real boss, or we don't. Yeah. Know or do you want to say really like, the big bad at this point? Yeah, or who runs? Who runs this town? Or? Who run Barter Town? Yeah, who yeah. run Barter Town? Um. So, sir, um, he's master. Who's blaster? Uh, who is who is the boss of of this gang? Um, who's the boss of this gang? Uh, I, I got, and, and the reason I have to think about it, I just have to think about. It. This is the guy you chose to talk to. It's what he knows that matters. Yeah. Um, the old wizard. Old wizard. Okay. Um, it's really old. That's why I say old. Because all wizards look old, he's really old, and the dwarf is uh, pretty old. I mean, and then if we, um, I, I turn back to to you guys, and I'm like, "Is that Drummond fella? Is he an old wizard?" Nothing I know. Uh, okay. Um, hey, if, if if you need a question, we could ask if he knows where Trillium is. <laughs> <laughs> She's in Rock Hill, <laughs> <laughs> no, or Fort Mill, or. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. somewhere. Um, yeah, old wizard. That's new. Old wizard. Yeah. Where's Where's the old wizard? I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we're out of questions. Well. I don't know. Thank you, sir. Uh, don't be so judgy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try it next time. All right, looks like we're going into town. Yep. And we should ask him who runs this place. <laughs> Although, do we want to try to get? Do we want to try to get the people out? Because we could. We just need to get them to this point. Like, hey, if you leave this way, you'll get back to town. I mean, the tough thing is, though, if if we're having the people carry out the loot, we can't just like push forty people out the door with a bunch of loot and say, "Yeah, bring it back to town." So, like, the town has it because they they'll now have loot. That they'll, they'll just they also have. look hungry and thirsty and stuff too. Just throwing that out there as far as being good guys goes. Yeah. Um, you might not want to use them as return slave labor. No, we need to get, just get them out of here. I'm assuming yeah, that nobody out, knows about the loot food. except for Drummond and his flunkies. Hopefully. I don't know. I mean, the tough thing is, like, it's it seems like it's either save these people and take the loot back or go after Drummond and leave these people just here. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what to do here. Because, like, Laramie, I think, is all about the job that we came here to do. Right. But you all are very concerned about Drummond. <laughs> so. He's one of those guys, like, you know, lost track of him a little while back, and now, like, you know, yeah, he's in the forefront of my mind. You probably have heard them talk about Drummond more than once, and he's never done a nice thing. Right. He seems but to like, just uh, there's be... A, there's a lot of bad guys out there, yeah. but, like, I don't know. <sighs> I mean... Well, because here's the thing, too. I mean, uh, we've saved Kingsbury, you know, 
So I'm not worried about. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would try to convince. We would. We'd have to persuade Laramie that like letting Drummond go could result in a lot more badness. Especially than, now that they're not immediately right. They're not immediately rescuing the slaves. Because we could technically tell those people like go here, go up this passageway. When you get out to the surface world, just you know how to get the hang a left. Kingsbury after that, yeah. Kingsbury's out there somewhere. You could just be like, yeah. all right, you take off. And we'll deal with getting the loot back some other time, or tell like whoever militia people are left to come down this way. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if we don't uh, stay on uh, Drummond's trail, we're never gonna find him again. I did when we were doing that walk from the first entrance to this place. Yeah. Did it seem like this was like a like a criminal stronghold? Like that everyone out there was No. Okay. You mean out in the underground city? Right. Yeah, no. It looked like they were just going about daily lives. All right. I you mean, didn't spend a lot of time studying them, mind you. You were following a trail, but from what yeah. you saw, you know, the, the, there were no like drug deals going out on the street and people punching and kicking each other and it didn't seem like a, a den of uh, evil. Just a regular underground city. Yeah. All right. So in my head, best case scenario is we get these people and we have them pick up some loot and we walk out the door with them, but we'd have to walk them back the whole way to Kingsbury. Um, second best, I think, is letting these people go. Yeah. And then third best is just like, Hold on, we're gonna go handle this, and we'll be back. Because he could pop the door open and like kill them all, like the second we get out of the room. <laughs> well, no, they could just walk out now and be like, "Hey, we could yeah. take them to that first, you know, the path that would lead out to the surface." Yeah, go here, and then we go into the city and check it out. Yeah, so I think it's sounding like second case scenario seems like the one we should do. Probably yeah, that works for me. All right, okay. So you want to let the people go? Yes. Cool. Let my people there go. You go. Um, and that's easy enough. They still can't talk, but they can follow the instructions you give them on how to follow the uh, the outside wall until they reach another um, false wall, the illusory wall. Uh, and after you know, it's it's a few minutes, but after a little while, you you tell them which way to go. Maybe I don't know. Does anyone give them any food or water or anything? Yeah, I can give them some of that. Yeah, make sure you mark that down. But, all right, yeah I'll, yeah, I'll give them all I got. All right, give them your your rations, okay? Because they uh they've been marched carrying stuff for a while. Um, yeah, judging on how long it took you guys to get here, it was probably a couple of days for them to get here, and it wasn't happy, I'm sure, by any stretch. They um again they follow your instructions. They find their way out. They're out. They leave now. Uh, when you look back towards the city, it's still like nobody's quite noticed you guys at this point. Is uh, Blandville or Beige City uh, it seems to be going about its business. And it really is, like I was saying, figure it's probably about 2,000 beings, people there. Um, looks like about 75% dwarf, maybe the rest human. Uh, you don't see any other races there, but just those two. So I guess we Go should to head toward that well. Yeah. But I want to be looking around, sort of taking in, like the whole Kay. town as we walk through it. 
Okay. When you start to walk through, or when, when you get close to the town, closer as in when you're within maybe, you know, 100 feet, maybe then 50 feet away from the first person who notices you there, um, it's a human uh, man, and you are not dressed anything like the people there. And as soon as he sees you, there's a, he shouts, um, and it's like complete surprise. Like, what? Who? What? You're not who? And, and other people just start to gather around. It's just like you're aliens from uh, another world. Yeah, this... you, you calm down, fella. Uh, I don't think they know about the illusory walls. I mean, they got in here somewhere. I don't know. Hello. What's the name of this city? Who, who are you? Um, what are you doing here? Were your... I've never seen people like you before. What, humans? Oh, there's an elf. Did you know? Brett, I thought everybody was human. Human. Well, I've never seen you people oh, in yeah. your, the way you're dressed before. I you were I'm elf. actually not dressed fancy. Oh, Cloud's a, a male elf. That's right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm human. Okay. <clears throat> Who was an elf? We had an elf. Not in this party. Because we were surprised like everybody was human. Yeah. All right. We've played a lot We've of games. We've dealt with some elves, yeah. though. Anyway. Um, yeah, but you're clearly outsiders. Oh, There's yeah. No question. Especially with my bright red hair. Yeah. But my clothes are pretty plain. I'm very, I'm almost beige yeah. like them. <laughs> uh, almost. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what? Yeah, what are you doing here? Uh, we were looking How for a friend of ours. Here? Uh, we came. We. we uh, there's uh, just Larry's a lot of, thinking about lies that he could take, and like every one of them, he, he <laughs> there's can't a make whole lot of. We got lost in the cavern, and we ended uh. up down here. So, kind of picture people who are not necessarily afraid of it, but gathered around an alien that just landed. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, not fearful, but just like, oh my gosh, what is this? Who are you? What are you doing? Klaatu <laughs> Varatu. <laughs> Take me to your leader. Yeah. Uh, who runs this? What's the name of the city? Uh, name? I mean. What do you call this, your home, this, this town? City? This is just home. You guys, there is uh, no name. I mean, is there someone that runs the place? You guys it, have like a the, the mayor? Yeah, the mayor. Yeah, we What's have his a name? mayor. Uh, name? Yeah, he doesn't have a name. You just call him mayor. What you? I mean, what do you seems, mean by name? Uh, it seems like it'd be real challenging to have no names and everything <laughs> in here. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you call yourself? I am number seven. Oh, okay. So okay. what's the mayor then? Is he number one? No, uh, I mean, we've been calling him mayor for so long. I don't think we know his number anymore. Who is the? What does the mayor look like? He's uh, a really old man. Huh? Is he? Yes. Okay. Um, but what do you? I mean, how does did he you know get magic? here? <laughs> Can we see the mayor? Your magic. How did you get here? What well, are you talking I, we about? got lost in a cavern. Well, you know, with these caves, these pathways. It's crazy. There are no caves. This is the cave itself. This is home. Yeah, but it's still a cave. Yeah. Yeah, it's total cave. Well, like, I don't there's, understand. There's no, there's no sky, so you're underground. There's no what? There's no sky, like you know. What's that? Where the sun is? I'm sorry. What? The, the sun, and then at night there's stars. I think you should go back where you came from. I, you're I mean, talking really weird. <laughs> I mean, we got we got some business to do here. Uh, we we really would like to see a well in the middle of your town. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty thirsty. So let me get this right. You show up out of nowhere in town, and you just want to see our water source. Well, now, 
Who are oh, thirsty. Yeah. We've yeah. been uh-huh. traveling for a long time. I mean, I'd like to see. I could bring you, you some water. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man. But I think you should. I think you should go. Nah, uh, well, we can't. Maybe go, go man. find your sky. Whatever I mean, that is. I know is. it's 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 straight up there, but there's nothing up there. Yeah, I know because you're underground. <laughs> what? Ah, jeez. Have you ever been to another town? What do you eat or here? city? What do you eat. There are other towns. That's what what I'm asking. Have you ever been to one? No. What do you eat for food? What food source do you have here? Uh, well, we eat our food. Which is what? What's it's it made out of? Uh, made out of things that grow here. What grows here? Plants. Oh, okay. You got any How do butt th- mushrooms? <laughs> they, they grow like to the butt olives. They use the same <laughs> butt soil. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you're, you're very confusing. I mean. Well, we're going to go to the middle of town. We heard there's we, a nice well there. Could we just go to, you got an inn? Who'd you hear that from? Uh, some dwarf there. looking guy. Got like some what weird rat his, tail. What was his number? What, I, did, I didn't what did he call himself? He didn't call uh, himself he, anything. Yeah, he was... Uh, he called himself... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start making my way towards what I think might be the middle of town where it well might be. And, and nobody stops you. They clear the path as you walk through. As if you're an alien yeah, in their world. Cool. I figured I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, now. they're just going Come on, to, guys. These guys, these people aren't helpful. We, we come in peace. <laughs> <laughs> go in pieces. Yes. Um, I don't... You... What? It's, just, that water. it's a lot of It's just going to be a short weirdness. visit. Um, so presuming you all walk the path mm. towards the, the center of town. Sure. Um, you do make it to, there's a well in the center of town. And it, it's pretty big. I mean, the, the well itself isn't like the little well with a single yeah. bucket that goes down the middle. There is a, a bucket, but the well itself is probably about 15 feet around, a wide circumference, whatever you want to call it. Um, to get from one side to the other is 15 feet. Okay. To walk right. around Diameter. Is you have to eat a pie or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it works here in this city. It's Pieville. <laughs> um, the, probably the most noticeable feature is that the entire center, the circle in the center of town around the well, is one very large symbol of balance. Mm. And that is, uh, like, very large as in it's probably, like, 100 feet from side to side. Lots of pies eaten to get around it. Mm. (laughs) All right. But the well is at the center of that. And it looks, when you look down, the water is just kind of sparkly, glowy, almost like a gold hue to the sparkly water. It looks really, really nice. Huh. All right, I think we should tie a rope to something, and then... Let's lower to the bucket and pull up some water. I want to check out this water, though. It's kind of weird looking. Okay. Gold sparkly. So, um, you take the... There is a bucket. And again, it's, a, it's a relatively large bucket, probably like a five-gallon bucket kind of thing. Um, you drop it down into the water, which it does. Drop successfully into the water. Some of the water goes into it. And when you pull it up and you look in, you see the end of the episode. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> that's where we'll stop this one because we got pizza to eat. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we got some pies ourselves. So we are going, yes. If I walk all the way around the pizza, I just eat it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it works. That's usually what I do. Um, so we'll stop this episode for now and we'll pick it up on the next one. We can all say bye. Thanks for listening. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>